Miracy. I'm Melinda Cohen, and you're listening to Making It. I run a business called Coaches Console. We serve and support coaches in feeling confident about their business, creating a strong foundation to their business so that they can serve their clients and make an impact in this world. Right out of the gate, I created a lot of success fast. I made very few mistakes because I was a perfectionist and because I was a control freak. Those two things did not slow me down. They raised the bar and motivated me to get my act together really quickly. I made sure I did things right because I couldn't fail. I was recently divorced, had just been fired. I had to pay the bills. I had to pay the mortgage. I had to have my shit together so that I could take care of my responsibilities and I was going to succeed. There was no other option. I was riding down the highway and I heard this voice that said, well, it said a lot of things, but the gist of what it said was, you'll eliminate the burdens and distractions and help them live their God-given potential. And I grabbed a napkin out of the glove box. I wrote down what I heard. I didn't understand what it meant. Uh, I was kind of freaking out, but being the daughter of a minister, I, I knew where that voice was coming from, and I knew to trust it, even if I didn't understand it. And so I held onto that napkin, and I didn't know what burdens and distractions meant. I didn't know what full potential was. I'm like, what the heck? I tried to put it in a drawer and ignore it. It wouldn't leave me alone. And then I was talking to Kate, who was my coach at the time. And I made some off the cuff comment about, oh my God, it is so amazing how easy it is for coaches to start their business and make amazing money. Because by this time I had a full coaching practice. She was the coach who helped me get my business up and running. And she looked at me and scoffed and she was like, huh. No, 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 no. Coaches do not experience success like you. Like you are a unique thing, Melinda. And I'm like, wait, what? And in that moment, I knew who they were. I knew the burdens and distractions and I knew full potential. I'm like, okay, hold on time out. And I pulled out the napkin. I showed it to Kate. And in that moment, I knew it was bigger than me starting to do something to help coaches. And I said, I don't know what this means, but do you want to join me in fulfilling this vision. And she had a chocolate mocha from Starbucks, dipped her thumb in it, smeared it on the napkin, signed the deal. And that's when we became business partners. And that was the birth of Coach's Console. What making it means to me is that I'm simultaneously living my values, that I am practicing my own self-care so I can give of the overflow while I'm powerfully serving my clients making a great living and having an amazing lifestyle. Like when all of those are happening, that's when I know I've made it. I don't think making it is a a one and done. I think it's an ebb and flow spiral type of pattern where you experience it on one level. And then, especially as a woman, you set new desires and it takes you upward in the spiral. And so you're always spiraling upward if you desire. And so the definition of making it evolves with you as well. Make sure you have a coach and you're part of a mastermind. And by mastermind, I mean some sort of like-minded community of other coaches and entrepreneurs pursuing the same kind of business success that you're looking for. 
We cannot go on this journey alone. It is, it takes a village to have a business and it's way more fun that way. That's one of the first things that I learned as a coach was walk your talk. If you want people to hire you, you better be hiring a coach. You can never ask your clients to do something that you aren't doing or aren't willing to do. And how coaches don't have coaches just baffles my mind. Being in action is where results happen. And because the perfectionism in me served me well, because I didn't let it hold me back. Later on in my journey, I got into this whole analysis paralysis and I got into the negative side of the perfectionist in me. Uh, but right out of the gate, it, it served me to keep me driving forward, holding a high standard of excellence and then getting busy creating what I needed to and just staying in action. And the more I could be in action, if it worked, keep going. If it didn't, mark it off fast, change it quickly. What do I need to do differently? I love efficiencies. I love workflows. I love processes. I love procedures. I love systems. And I know when you have a great system, you get great outcomes. I'm very biased when it comes to this because this is my natural gift. And it's the one thing that I see so many coaches missing. They put all this time and attention into marketing. They put all this time and attention into sales. They forget to look at the back end of their business. It's the machine that drives everything. If you've got a crappy back end, I don't care what strategies you learn in marketing. I don't care what teachers you learn from with sales. You're going to have crappy, sporadic results. It's it's rarely a marketing issue. It's rarely a sales issue. It's usually a systems issue. What success looked like to me back then was working my fingers to the bone, being a workaholic, like being proud of being a workaholic, uh, putting everybody else first. There were all these virtues that I had been taught growing up and what I learned was they were depleting me. I was running on fumes. I was not happy. The people around me were not happy. Uh, now I had a fake smile on my face. I was very good at wearing masks so that the people thought everything was hunky-dory. But deep down, that was not true. And when I came across the pleasure revolution, you know, at the heart of that, what it says is for women... Pleasure is the source, like your turn on. And I'm not talking about sexual or sensual. I'm talking about that and just your genuine happiness, like the range of emotions, right? Uh, your turn on is what connects you to your truth. And it, it's what connects you to your higher source. Like it is that tether between you and that which is greater than you. And the more that I could tap into pleasure and my turn on, which then translates into self-care, uh, the more I'm filling up myself, fueling myself so that I'm giving of the overflow. And, and um, as I do that for myself, I take those around me higher and it's a, a contagious ripple effect for the positive good. The more I prioritize my self-care, the more I can give to my business, the more I can be a better leader to my team, the more I have greater capacity for energy and creativity to serve my clients and audience and the better 
my marriage is, the better my family is, the better my lifestyle is. And so prioritizing self-care is uh, a lot of people look at me like, you got your priorities all out of whack. And I'm like, no, no, no. By having this as my priority, I can keep all my other priorities in a healthy place. Your why is your beacon. Making sure that you have a strong why. Without that, you'll reach some success and then you'll reach complacency. And then you'll hit a plateau and you'll wonder, why am I not going any farther? And it might be that the essence of your why stays the same, but you might need to up-level your why so that you can keep up-leveling your business, so you can keep up-leveling your impact. So making sure that you are constantly revisiting your why. And a lot of times when we are in the trenches as business owners, we can't see the forest for the trees. And then the last thing I would say is you cannot celebrate and brag enough. Like celebrations, brags, gratitudes, that is also a muscle that we must exercise because without that, uh, that's where burnout happens. And so that's like all of that coming together. You're unstoppable. You can set whatever goal. For some people, it's like me. I just wanted to replace my income when I got fired. I just like $50,000. If I can make that every year, I will be ecstatic. And then I did. It's like, whoo, now what do I want to do? And then I spiraled my desires upward and I've been growing ever since. And now we're multiple million dollar business and continuing to grow my desires. The mission of the napkin is the essence of everything I've ever done. And the more that I can help people be their best, the ripple effect through the world is amazing. Through their immediate family, through their local community, through the greater community, through the world. And it truly is what drives me. When people can be their best, it's it's an incredible force of nature. I'm Melinda Cohen, and thank you for listening to Making It. You can find me at coachesconsult.com. And that's C-O-A-C-H-E-S, console, C-O-N-S-O-L-E dot com. Go team! Making It is a Miracy FM original. This episode of Making It was assembled by Jeff Govertson with assistance from Michi Lance. Cynthia Lamb produced the episode. Yvette Jett Reynolds is our associate producer. And Danny Eney, that's me, is our executive producer. If you like this episode, you might want to check out Just Between Coaches, the podcast that explores the really tough issues that coaches face every day. So you don't miss the great episodes that are coming up on Making It, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Thank you.